All right, that was a little more from Imaginary Friends. Uh, again, I ran into my friend last night, Stacy Robin. She gave me her latest Falling Inward. That was track two, On My Way to Nowhere. Standing by to join us to wrap up the show is author Deborah Kopakin, the author of The ABCs of Parenthood, an alphabet of parenting advice. Good morning, Deb. Hey, how are you, Janine? Thanks for calling. Oh, it, this is great. Well, you called me. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Monday, I get very confused. <laughs> no. I love this book. Really easy to read. It's, you know, great bits of advice. How did this come about? Well, thank you very much, first of all. Um, it came about from an earlier book. The first book we did was called The ABCs of Parenthood. And that was a letter that I'd started writing to my 18-year-old son as he was leaving for college. He's now 22. Mm-hmm. And that letter of kind of advice of things that I had forgotten to say to him in the course of his childhood, I decided to organize the information and the advice into an alphabet. And then that became a book. Mm-hmm. And then Chronicle, our publisher, said, well, let's do this for parenting as well. This would be a great idea to do it for new parents. And so my co-author and I sat down about a year and a half ago, and we said, well, what kind of parenting book do we want to write? We're not parenting experts. We're sure. parents. Yes. We have made so many mistakes. And, and the idea, I think, was, well, let's learn from our mistakes. Let's teach others how not to make those same mistakes and putting forth sort of positive ideas about what parenting can be and, can, and what you can do best. So it's almost like a mindful look at parenting. And if you take away all the other letters, mm-hmm. um, the first letter is A is for acceptance. That's essentially the thrust of the book, meaning you have a child, that child may or may not be like the child you expected them to be. But it's your job as a parent to meet that child where they are yes, and to right. accept them for who they are, mm-hmm. no matter what that is. If they're bright, if they're not so bright, if they want to wear a tutu and they're a boy, if they want to wear a football jersey and they're a girl, you, you have a child that has its own desires, its own life, its own thoughts, its own feelings. And the best way you can raise that child is to help them become the best person they can be, not the person you wanted them to be, not the person you wish that they would be, but the person that they are. I wish more people would feel like that, unconditional love, period. It yeah. is unconditional love, absolutely. And we also have L is for love, um, you know, which is the same throughout all the books. We're going to be doing a third book as well. And the L is for love remains in the alphabet for each of the, same, each of the books. And the L that actually my co-author drew um, makes its way through each book in different forms. So mm-hmm. L is for love in the first book, and the, in the ABCs of adulthood, is uh, a drawing on his desk that he then photographed. L is for love in the second book, um, I turned that drawing into a onesie. And I put it on my neighbor's newborn baby and shot a photo of her um, holding the baby and the baby holding her finger. Um, This is great. Um, Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, though, this is, beyond being a book of parenting, Mm -hmm. it's also just a book about how to be. And that was our thrust here, too, was let's not be bossy. Let's not be pedantic. Let's talk about what's important. So, you know, B is for boundaries. That's as important for children as it is for Harvey Weinstein or Paul Manafort today oh, or yes. anybody who breaks boundaries, right? right? Boundaries, if we teach them to children, you know, for example, I'm not going to go into the bathroom when you're going to the bathroom, and you don't come into my bedroom when I'm going to sleep at night. Right. Um, those are the early boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Later boundaries are, let's say a child comes home from school and they're a teenager and you say, hey, how was school? And they look at you gruffly and say, ugh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 
It's not your job. Right? We've all been there. It's yeah. not your job at that point to say, you will talk to me about that. No, the, the child has set a boundary. Yes. And that right. boundary is sacrosanct. Mm-hmm. And, and if we can teach boundaries early on to children, that filters into adulthood. And so that was really, really the point of all of these letters. Why um, is for yelling. Let's go there, for example. Yeah, okay. yelling is bad when you're a parent, but yelling is also bad when you're a boss. Yelling is also bad when you're in a relationship. Um, so each of these letters, while applicable to parenting, are also quite applicable to life in general. I noticed that. Oh, it, well, thank you. It, yeah, it really encompasses everything, you know, whether you're a parent, just being an adult. Well, but, but also that was the point. And so what was interesting, too, about trying to create 26 letters. So, you know, the alphabet gives you this outside boundary of what you can um, produce here. You're not going to create a 300-word book on how to be. You're not going to create a two-page book on how to be. You have 26 letters to work with. And so the challenge was really how do you build all of life into 26 letters? So J is for jazz, for example. I mean, okay. what, the reason we chose J is for jazz is we wanted to talk about parenting as without a rule book. I mean, even though we're creating this quote-unquote rule book for it, which is not really a rule book so much as sort of a guide for how to be, because I I know that when I got home from the hospital with my child and I just sort of stared at him for the first time, I thought, how do I do this? Yeah, now what? Where's the guidebook? Mm -hmm. So this is trying to be a, a kind of a guidebook, but J is for Jazz was about how there is no guidebook and that even though you're reading a guidebook, it's very self-referential. So the idea of that is Beethoven's Ninth, is always going to be Beethoven's Ninth. There's sheet music for it. Mm-hmm. Now, that Beethoven's Ninth might be in a chorus. It might be an um, orchestra. It might be a quartet. But Beethoven's Ninth will always have the notes of Beethoven's Ninth, no matter how you play it. Parenting, no way. Yes. No. Yes. Parenting is, is, is what you make of it in the moment that you're doing it, and there is so much riffing off of each other. Oh, yes. It's, it's listening. It's, you know, I took an improv class years ago, and it really is about yes-anding each other, right? That's the improv rule. When somebody says, I'm a mouse, you don't say, no, you're not. You say, yes, you are, and I'm a piece of cheese. So mm-hmm. it's, it's about yes-anding each other, about syncopation, about improvisation, and knowing that, your particular journey as a parent is its own unique journey, and it will never be repeated again. And somebody else's journey as a parent is going to be completely different, and that's okay. Right. I was going to read a little bit. Uh, parenting is jazz. It's syncopation, improvisation, a conversation. It's a simultaneous reaction to the constant stimuli of the other players as well as a freeform, as a freeform action upon them. I love that. So true. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was the challenge, actually, is finding letters and letter forms, because each in the book has photographs, as you, as you notice, and mm-hmm. each of the letter forms had to adhere both to what the letter was, J, so we have a saxophone, and to what that letter is referring to. Um, that was challenging as well. So the A is for apple, for example. Randy found this amazing deformed apple, And the deformation was in the form of an A. And I thought, oh, my God, that's brilliant. That's great. And also how every alphabet book you've ever seen starts A is for apple, right? Yes. So we really worked hard on each letter, particularly on the the visual side of it, is how to express 
what this text is expressing, but also show a letter. So B is for boundaries. Perfect example. I, I live up in Inwood in northern Manhattan, which mm-hmm. is very green and leafy, and I actually look out my bedroom window at a tennis court. And I was thinking about the B is for boundary and staring at the tennis court, and I thought, oh, perfect. I'll go get two tennis balls. <laughs> I'll put them on the, the, the tennis court, the line of the tennis court. That line will be the line of the B. The balls will be the hoops of the B, you know, the bumps of the B. Yes. And that's perfect for boundaries. No, I loved it. And how did, oh, you, how did you choose K is for kangaroo? So, again, one of the things we wanted to stress was the importance of getting out with your child. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many mothers, particularly new mothers, um, stress out about the idea of breastfeeding in public and getting out in the world. And, and I really believe that children and mothers and fathers alike, they benefit from getting out of normal routines. So K is for kangaroo is the, the idea behind it is, a kangaroo has a pouch, and that pouch carries the baby. And that kangaroo can hop hundreds of miles with that baby in that pouch. So if a kangaroo can hop hundreds of miles with that baby in that pouch, <laughs> you can make it to the park. <laughs> That's right. Even if you have you spit can make up, it to the ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you have spit up all over you and you half dressed. No, I I know. Yeah. I have Two kids. I remember, and I used to breastfeed everywhere. I didn't care. Um, I know. I did too. But there. But there's such societal. I know. Disdain for it still in 2017, it's appalling. I mean, yeah. breast milk and breasts are for feeding babies. That's what their purpose is on the human body. Right. Yeah. So what would you like people to take away from this book? I would love people to take away from this book that when a baby is born, there are baby showers, there are lots of gifts that people buy for babies that are things that that baby will never need and that are dross and extra and will go into a landfill one day. This book, we hope, would be an object that lasts, that doesn't get thrown out as soon as the three-month clothes are are no longer wearable or doesn't get thrown out because the, the stuffed animal, you know, the kid gets lice and the stuffed animals have to go. You know, this is, this is a book that should be able to follow parents and children throughout their lives. And I love the fact that it's tiny and that it has photographs and that you can keep looking back at it at various points in your life and understand that these are lessons you can take with you forever. You know, X is for x-ray, right? X is for x-ray is about not just the fact that we are all going to get hurt at some point, um, literally or figuratively, but in this way we're talking literally, but that that the, 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 the idea is not that we're going to get hurt. We will. The idea is what will we do in the face of that? How will we react? Yes. So as parent to child, we're going to basically fake it until we make it and say, it's okay, everything's fine, we'll get to the hospital, we'll get you stitched up, it's all all right. Because your job as a parent, when your child gets hurt, is not to freak out, but to really assure the child, reassure the child sure. that everything's going to be fine, even if you don't believe it. I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter's broken all kinds of bones, arms, everything. <laughs> I know. Those trips to the, the, the hospital are scary, and, yeah. and especially they're difficult for the parent who has to just kind of remain absolutely calm and say, we're going to be fine, right. even though you don't think so. Yes, yeah. Uh, I, you know, it, no one gives you any kind of instruction, as you said earlier, when you become a parent. Uh, you said you wrote a book, uh, I guess, when your son went off to college. That must have been really cathartic. Well, 
I mean, it's sad and cathartic. My son was leaving for college. Uh, you know, I, I'd had 18 years with him, and all of a sudden I realized that those 18 years were coming to an end, and I was painfully sad and painfully aware of all the things that I hadn't told him, that I hadn't taught him. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, and it just started off as a letter about how proud I was of him and how I was excited for him to begin this next chapter, but then I just started including all these little tiny pieces of advice, and then I published that. I was working at a place called Cafe.com at the time, which is no longer uh, in existence. Or actually, it's, it's now rebranded itself as a political site. Okay, but at the yeah. time, it was sort of parenting and middle-aged and, and that kind of an audience. And I published it at Cafe.com. It went super viral, and people started passing it around. And that's when Chronicle got interested because they thought, oh, this would be a great gift for kids heading off into the world, whether to college or after college, sure. you know, the ABCs of adulthood. What, what should I know about being an adult? And not just, you know, how to get a 401k and, and buy a car, but really the more important things. And if you want to look at it for this from a Buddhist angle, it's sort of Buddhist adulthood and Buddhist um, parenting without any of the religion thrown in. I believe in presence, mm-hmm. and I believe in paying attention, and I believe in gratitude. And all of these things are referenced throughout these two books. So, you know, F is for family dinner, right, is in the, is the ABCs for parenting book. Family dinner is important because it's the only time that the, that the, the entire family comes together and information gets exchange. Now, we suggest during a family dinner, Rose and Thorn. It's an old-fashioned game that you play where you ask everyone around the table, what was your rose today and what was your thorn? The rose is the good thing that happened to you. Mm -hmm. The thorn is the bad thing that happened to you. Now, the rose allows us as a family and as individuals to show gratitude, and I believe that's vitally important for well-being. And the thorn is an opening to a conversation. Um, I was bullied today. My teacher gave me a bad grade. Um, I tripped on the sidewalk. What, whatever it is that thorn is, yes. is an opening to I a like conversation that. that you might not get if you didn't ask them what their thorn was. I think that's perfect. So we have to wrap Thank up, you. but tell me where people oh. can find out more about you. Um, I have a website. If you just Google my name, Deborah Kopakin, C-O-P-A-K-E-N. And I also have books written under my former married name, which is DebraKopakin.com, uh, com, And it's all in the same um, website. Um, I haven't changed the name of the website because I have books published under both names. But if you Google my name, C-O-P-A-K-E-N, you'll find it. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter as D-C-O-P-A-K-E-N, D-C-O-P-A-K-E-N. I'm on Instagram as D-C-O-P-A-K-E-N. And basically, uh, I actually even have my normal, regular email address on my website. um, And you can email me directly. All right. And I'm going to give a shout-out to Randy. Is it Palumbo? Randy Palumbo, who is an amazing artist and a yes. wonderful co-collaborator, and he has done half the entries in this book, both um, the photographs and the writing. We both did this together, 13 entries each, 13 photographs each. Well, congratulations to you and Randy. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Have a really great day. appreciate it. That was Deb Kopakin, Deborah Kopakin. If you missed any part of this, we'll be up on my show blog, The ABCs of Parenthood and Alphabet of Parenting Advice. That's a wrap for me. Sheldon Abbott is coming on board to take over with Cure for the Blues. Have a great Monday, everybody. If you want to follow the show, I'm on Twitter at moms underscore rock. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.